The Torah holds mysteries that reveal the identity of the Messiah and shed light on end times events and where they fall on God's prophetic timeline. Today, a guest who will reveal these mysteries and much more just ahead on Jewish Voice. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice, a program to help you to understand the Jewish roots of your Christian faith, Bible prophecy, and world events surrounding Israel. The Torah. It holds mysteries that reveal the identity of the Messiah connected to both his first coming and his return. The Torah is the foundation of all revelation about the God of Israel. Now, the guest that you're going to hear today has spent a considerable amount of time decoding what the Torah has to say about the Messiah's true identity. He's a native Israeli, a Jewish believer, and a Messianic rabbi who understands both Hebrew and the perspective and teaching of the Jewish sages. And he's going to give us some amazing insight again, revelation on an age-old story from Genesis known as Jacob's Ladder. He's truly one of the most interesting individuals I know. Please welcome back Rabbi Itzhak Shapira. Well, we're going to talk about a Bible story today that very few people see into the way that you do. Probably no one that's watching. But I want you to go back first and just Tell us a little bit about yourself. You are a native Israeli, and you come, what's unique about you is you come out of an Orthodox background. So you were exposed at a very early age to very negative teachings about Yeshua and a, a whole world of rabbinic uh, commentary and ideas that is very, very unusual yes. for, for, for most Christians to understand. Talk about that. Well, it, it's pretty much as you described it. We learned some very specific things about uh, Yeshua, and they're very, very negative. But from an early age for me, it was about finding the truth about God. Even in my bar mitzvah, I recall the story of David and Jonathan, and, and the rabbi standing up and said, well, this is the Messiah, son of David. And I'm, I felt, well, I want to know more about this Messiah, son of David. So I, I, I can see even, and say, God tried to speak to me as a little boy already about the, the identity of the Messiah. So it was almost an obsession, finding more and more and more about God. Did you feel comfortable talking to some of the different rabbis in your community about Yeshua? Well, later on, uh, it became uh, inevitable because when you find the truth, I, I felt like, oh, I found the truth about the Jewish Messiah. But then the next question was, well, how come you revealed the truth to me and not to my rabbi? That's the next question I asked God. But it became so obvious. And that's one thing that perhaps your audience also will uh, appreciate. Yeshua is there everywhere Now, in this Judaism. is what's so interesting about you, my friend, is not just in the Torah and the prophets do we find prophecies of the Messiah that Jesus fulfills in detail, but in 
a huge body of rabbinic literature. You find it in our morning prayer, for crying out loud. You find it when we get up in the morning. <laughs> Love the way you said we're, that. We're, we're praying every morning, you know, before we make our very first mitzvah. We have a prayer call, which we pray in the name of the one who is hidden to Israel today. Do you know that? He is there everywhere. He was despised and, and rejected. And somehow, according to the prayer, he's been unified with the Father and with the Spirit. That's the, the Some of the things that you have shared with me are just mind-blowing because it's everywhere in rabbinic literature, yes. going back hundreds and hundreds yes. of years, and confess you're saying every day. Look, I got to the point in my personal walk that it, was, it took more faith for me not to believe than to believe, because it was everywhere. And that's why I'm passionate about this, because I see it everywhere. Now you're seeing Orthodox Jewish men sages yes. come to know Yeshua. Yes. You're seeing it before it happens before seeing your very it. eyes. We are, High level ultra-Orthodox. Yes, yes we do because we're in the last days. And if the, our Bible is true, a revival has to come to the Orthodox Jewish people because God is not going to leave them behind. That's so we actually see the greatest sign, the blindness coming off of the eyes of the Jewish people. You know, we look at the temple, the effort to rebuild the temple and that movement, and we look at all of the different, you know, prophecies of nations coming together and, and, and the identity of the Antichrist, but the most important truth of the last days is before our very eyes, and it's the blindness coming off of the eyes of you know, our people. You know, it's interesting. We had a very famous rabbi who lived in Italy uh, that his name was uh, Rabbi Luzzato, and his disciple wrote something interesting about Yeshua. He wrote, Yeshua surely was the, the Messiah, the suffering Messiah of Israel. But the reason Israel did not accept him is because of Sinat uh, Chinam, it's blameless uh, hate. They just they could not accept it at this time. And then he, he continued and he said, and he become like a rotten fruit. Okay, but what's happening to this rotten fruit, in essence, this rotten fruit now is went down to the ground and it springs out again and it's become beautiful. So I see kind of a full revival right now of the name of Yeshua among a, our people. There is an incredible hunger among the ultra-Orthodox in Israel for the, for the Messiah to come. Well, this is the essence, the essence of Judaism. There was a man named Maimonides who said, he gave us 13 principles of what does it mean to even be Jewish. And he said in the 12th principle, I believe in a perfect faith in the coming of the Messiah. Even if he will delay, I will await for him every day. And he continued, we don't quote the rest of it, but here's the rest of it. He says, whoever do not believe in him or do not expect him does not even believe in Moses. He's a heretic wow. to Moses. That's a wake-up call for the Jewish community. Yeah. And you, you were saying that we actually have more in common with the Orthodox than the secular Jewish yes, community. Because, because we believe in the authority of Scripture, right? Yes. We believe in a physical, literal Messiah, and there's expectation. And a lot of them are accepting a Messiah. They just got the wrong guy. Okay? <laughs> they do, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, they got the wrong guy. So, so if you think about it, they have to be restored to the right Messiah. Well, the believing world, world have the right Messiah, but they miss the context of the story. So both sides have something to return right. to. Hey, we have to take a break. Okay. Uh, don't go anywhere. Rabbi Shapira and I have much more to talk about. And up next, an important update that you need to see about some very needy Jewish people who are in desperate need of your help. Stay with me. Here at Jewish Voice, we are dedicated to proclaiming the gospel 
the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is the Messiah to the Jew first and also to the nations. One key way we do this is by providing humanitarian aid to some of the neediest people in the world. In helping them, we share God's love and the good news of Yeshua. Today, Jewish Voice is urgently preparing to bring life-saving medical aid to a poor community in Tachgayant, Ethiopia, the Beta Israel, a faithful and forgotten people who have been practicing ancient Jewish customs for hundreds of years. We need your help to make this vital life-saving outreach possible. Will you be a blessing to these wonderful people and the thousands of others in desperate need? The elderly, children, infants, and toddlers could die for a lack of basic medical care. You could help save lives, but we must act now. Call or click right now to help us save lives. And with your gift of any amount, we'll say thank you by sending you Rabbi Itzhak Shapira's DVD, Sulam Yaakov, The Mystery of Jacob's Ladder. Rabbi Shapira decodes one of the greatest mysteries in the Torah, Jacob's Ladder, and explains what he believes this mystery reveals about end times events. It's a great resource to help you better understand what God is going to do in the last days and what you can do to prepare for what's to come. Along with it, we also want you to have a powerful DVD teaching by Rabbi Jonathan Burns called Jacob Becomes Israel, Apprehending God's Blessing for You. This is a life-changing message using the story of Jacob to show you how to pray when the circumstances seem overwhelming and how to persevere until God answers your prayer. If God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $80 or more today, to help bless some of the neediest people on earth, we'll send you all of the gifts just mentioned and our small authentic shofar with a solid wood display stand traditionally used on Israel's holiest days. The shofar is a beautiful reminder that you're helping to save lives, open Jewish eyes to the gospel of Yeshua and that he is coming again. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. To share a gift in support of this humanitarian aid and to help countless others around the globe, please call or click now. And remember, with your generous gift, you'll be a part of providing life-saving medical help to people in some of the poorest locations on earth. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call or click right now. The Torah holds mysteries that reveal the identity of the Messiah and shed light on end times events and where they fall on God's prophetic timeline. Today, a guest who will reveal these mysteries and much more just ahead on Jewish Voice. I'm back with Rabbi Yitzhak Shapiro, who recently released a, a new DVD, Jacob's Ladder, and we're talking about Jacob's Ladder today. Right. Talk about the DVD. This is just a great teaching that goes basically giving you, so you won't miss, skip any heartbeat, from Genesis 27 to Genesis 32, the three events that I believe show you fully the end times events, how they are going to take place and how they're going to be fulfilled, from the story of the birthright, to the story of Jacob letters to the wrestle, wrestling of Jacob with the angel. They're all connected to one another. Let's specifically focus now on, on Jacob's 
okay. ladder, the story. Okay. Give us some insight into the story. Talk so, about so the story. first of all, we need to establish that this is a messianic story. Okay, it is a story really from chapter 27 to chapter 32. It's talk about the Messiah. Okay, now. To understand this story and to understand what is the role of a Mashiach, right? The Mashiach, the Hebrew word Mashiach is a Messiah. We need to understand what is the primary role of the Messiah through the eyes of a Jew, okay? This is a very interesting, okay? The Genesis 1-1 started the word Bereshit. Bereshit means in the beginning. But notice it starts with the letter, not Aleph. It starts with the letter bet. Right. Bet in Hebrew is equal to the number two. Hebrew is a mathematical and symmetrical so language. Here's insight you're not going to get in the, in the <laughs> English language. Yes. Now, why is two? The question is why, because there's there's this argument among the Rambo. Why didn't start with Aleph? You know, it's the first. Why start with? Because the bet represents the two worlds: the heaven and the earth. The job of the Messiah, very, very first and foremost, is connect heaven and earth. The notion even in Judaism today, well, we don't need a mediator, is right there in nullified in Genesis 1-1. We knew that we need good. one because he's connecting the heaven and the earth. The one who is called the master connector is none other than Moses himself. There's a passage, and in a minute you'll see how it's connected to Jacob Ladder, that says that Moses is called man of God. And then in Psalm 90, Moses called again man of God. Now, what do you think about when I tell you the term man of God, what, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Well, the Messiah. The, the Messiah, but there is a paradox here. And the rabbis were struggling with this. Why is he called man of God? Because in one side you have men, and on the other side, you have God. How can man be a God, and how can God be a man? Well, that's a big question in Judaism, right? That is the question of Psalm 90. And here's the way they answer this question, okay? They said that Moses himself, wait, we're not even talking about Messiah. Moses himself, from his waist down, was human, and from his waist up, was divine. Moses in Judaism, please understand that, he is quasi-divine himself, because he connected heaven and earth. The scriptures in Deuteronomy 5, that he stood between us and God. Okay, that's what the scripture says. So he is a master connector. For instance, when he was put in the water, you know, yes. he was a man. But when he turned the water into blood, he was his God. Okay. Yeah, so he becomes the the the, the great mediator. The, the great the medi mediator, as a shadow of the Messiah. The shadow obviously. of the Messiah, and then it's go to a step further, and it says there, Moses is our first redeemer, and Moses is our last redeemer. What did the rabbis mean when they said that? They meant that everything that the final redemption will bring, will resemble Moses. Himself. Moses' life is this picture and the shadow of the final, final Mashiach, okay? Now, here's where it's becoming absolutely amazing. In the story of Genesis 27, right before Jacob's letter, because again, it's important for us to read this through a heartbeat, through the pulse, okay? You have a very, one interesting passage there when Isaac is giving the first belt, okay, to to uh, Yaakov instead to Jacob instead of to Isa. Okay, and if you notice, this elaborate story of deception. The, the, the great puts on the hairy gloves. Yeah, everything. yeah, but, but but how did he know that it was 
that it was uh, uh, his son. How did he know that, that it was Esau? He thought it was Esau. How did he know that? What do you think? What did the text tell us? It tell us that he felt him. Yes. The word in Hebrew for feeling, felt him, it's the word vaimshehu. The name of Moshe is embedded into the text. Okay, please understand this. The rabbi said, prophetically speaking, it is talking about the Messiah who is about to come. So there, there, there was something... Before the Messiah comes and it's before Moses comes then. Yes, and a matter of fact, to take it even a step further, it says that how did he recognize this? He felt him. That's the word Moshe. That's why he will resemble Moshe. And then the second thing he says that his father Isaac, he did two things. He kissed him, okay? The idea of kissing, the rabbis connected to Psalm chapter 2. When they say, kiss the son, they say it's a prophetic picture of God, of us kissing, kissing the son. And the second thing he did, he smelled him. What is smelling is all about? What is that all about? Well, the idea of smelling here is very important because in Isaiah chapter 11, it starts with the word, and a, a root of Jesse will sprung out, will come out. He's talking about the Messiah, and he will have all those spirits upon him. And it says that the last thing that he will do, he will judge the world by the smell. He will be able to judge mm. humanity by the smell. What does that mean, the rabbi said? He's going to be able to look at you, Jonathan, you and I. And know everything about us. So is it establishing right in the beginning that Jacob is a type of Messiah? Jacob is a type of a Messiah, but what makes him a type of a Messiah, he is pointing the way to the Messiah of Israel. He is in a very shadow to point the way to the Messiah. We were talking earlier something that I think is important to point out, and that is Christian interpretation versus Jewish interpretation or, or approach to Scripture. Yes. Most Christians approach the scripture with the word fulfill, meaning yeah. to complete. Yes. To bring to completion and, in effect, to do away with that which came before it, right? So when Jesus fulfills the law and the prophets, he does away with it because he's the end. But in Jewish thinking, there's a continual filling full. It's a reversal of the syllable. Uh, so it's filling full. So the cup keeps having liquid poured into it until it's overflowing. Yes, think about, so, think, right? think, think about Passover for it's a different interpretation. Absolutely, we drink four cups, right? Most people know about four cups, but that's not true. We don't drink four cups. Actually, the fifth cup called the cup of Mashiach, the last cup in Orthodox Judaism, it's called the cup of the prodigal son, okay? Which is called the cup of Mashiach. He is the prodigal son. The, so yeah, he redeemed us once, twice. Is he referred to in rabbinical oh, prodigal, the prodigal son? Of son. course. The prodigal son in Judaism is none other than the Mashiach. Interesting. Yeah, so the, 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 this we idea... We the prodigal son as the Jewish people. No, in the, in the, well, in one level, he, yes. in one sense, but the prodigal son is the Mashiach, okay? And, uh, but the idea, Judaism has two schools of thought when it comes to redemption. One says it's come and it fulfills things, but most of Judaism accepted the idea of progressive redemption. Yes. He's fulfilling things kind of a, so step what by happens, step. So what happens repeats itself again. Exactly. And in each case, you have... So Jacob is a type of Messiah. 
Jacob points the way to Messiah and his whole life lived out right. is repeated by the Messiah right. in many ways. And matter of fact, to understand Jew prophecies and end time events through Judaism, there's one law, hermeneutics law in Judaism that says in Hebrew, it's really very simple. I can teach you to say it. What has happened? Going to happen again. History repeats, repeats itself. itself. Okay, so th this is the premise and of fulfillment repeats itself. Fulfillment, Absolutely. fulfillment repeats itself. So here, actually, you see in the story, the beginning, before Jacob letter, even you see Moses mentioned already. He pulled him. Okay, he pulled him. He said he felt him, and that's the word vaimsha from the name Moshe. And I want you to also notice that he had. Eri harms, okay? The way he recognizes it, he says that he had Eri Esav had Eri arms, okay? So Moses in Judaism is the greatest master connector. Now that you understand that, it's. And Moses is synonymous with the Messiah. Uh, more than that. I'll take it even a step further. You know, if you take the word Hamashiach, the Messiah, Okay, in the numerical language of Hebrew, it's equal to the term Moshe Chai. Moses is alive. It's like we're, we're out of time. Wow, that is a lot to think about. And uh, again, we've only just touched on this. A great, great teaching on the mystery of Jacob's letter. If you want to better understand the mysteries found in the Hebrew Bible, going back to the Hebrew, beginning with the Torah, the five books of Moses, which is foundationally, and then more specifically about the story of Jacob's ladder, which has everything to do with the last days. So what happens with Israel impacts you. So I want to make sure you get a copy of Rabbi Yitzhak Shapiro's latest DVD, Jacob's Ladder. And up next, an important update on a tribe of needy Jewish people that I really want you to see. Here at Jewish Voice, we are dedicated to proclaiming the gospel, the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is the Messiah to the Jew first and also to the nations. One key way we do this is by providing humanitarian aid to some of the neediest people in the world in helping them. We share God's love and the good news of Yeshua, Today, Jewish Voice is urgently preparing to bring life-saving medical aid to a poor community in Tachgayant, Ethiopia, the Beta Israel, a faithful and forgotten people who have been practicing ancient Jewish customs for hundreds of years. We need your help to make this vital life-saving outreach possible. Will you be a blessing to these wonderful people and the thousands of others in desperate need? The elderly, children, infants, and toddlers could die for a lack of basic medical care. You could help save lives, but we must act now. Call or click right now to help us save lives. And with your gift of any amount, we'll say thank you by sending you Rabbi Itzhak Shapira's DVD, Sulam Yaakov, The Mystery of Jacob's Ladder. Rabbi Shapira decodes one of the greatest mysteries in the Torah, Jacob's Ladder and explains what he believes this mystery reveals about end times events. It's a great resource to help you better understand what God is going to do in the last days and what you can do to prepare for what's to come. Along with it, we also want you to have a powerful DVD teaching by Rabbi Jonathan Burns called Jacob Becomes Israel. 
apprehending God's blessing for you. This is a life-changing message using the story of Jacob to show you how to pray when the circumstances seem overwhelming and how to persevere until God answers your prayer. If God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $80 or more today, to help bless some of the neediest people on earth, we'll send you all of the gifts just mentioned and our small authentic shofar with a solid wood display stand traditionally used on Israel's holiest days. The shofar is a beautiful reminder that you're helping to save lives, open Jewish eyes to the gospel of Yeshua and that he is coming again. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. To share a gift in support of this humanitarian aid and to help countless others around the globe, please call or click now. And remember, with your generous gift, you'll be a part of providing life-saving medical help to people in some of the poorest locations on earth. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call or click right now. most remote areas of southern Zimbabwe, a team of 51 volunteers were joined by 120 national workers, and together they just finished one of the most challenging and rewarding Jewish voice outreaches to date. In a week full of both work and ministry, the Lord's hand was clearly seen as Jewish Voice conducted its very first medical outreach to the impoverished Lemba Jewish community. We've seen children who, who couldn't speak, they couldn't hear, they, they were they couldn't do anything. I, I'm shocked. And then, and then they can speak, and and they can hear, and they can say their names. Babies that that there was this 18-month-old baby that that couldn't even stand up or sit up. Nothing. And and then it had uh, witchcraft bracelets on its wrist. They were cut off, and the baby sat up immediately. I mean. <laughs> eyes, eyes to see with adults. I've seen so many miracles. I, my heart is, is just filling up. I, I'm, I'm forever going to be changed over this entire experience. It's the best thing that has ever happened to me. You know, when you watch a video like this, it, it's moving, but it's not the same as actually being on location in Ethiopia or Zimbabwe and actually reaching out to these people, experiencing God's presence and watching him change their lives. It's, it's absolutely life transforming for you. God will use you to touch people, but he'll also touch you, change you in the midst. We need you to come with us. God has a place for you. You don't have to be a doctor or a dentist. You have one criteria. You have to love the Lord and want to help people in need, and particularly Jewish people in need. Now, for more information or to volunteer, you can call us at 800-299-9374 or go to www.pleaseanswerthecall.org. Sure hope to see you on one of our outreaches. Imagine celebrating the miraculous power of the Passover against the breathtaking backdrop of the sparkling Eastern Caribbean Sea on board a luxurious Royal Caribbean cruise ship. 
Rejoice at the Messianic Passover Seder led by Rabbi Jonathan Burnus, remembering God's mighty hand delivered the Jewish people from bondage. Worship because the miracle held a mystery revealed and completed in Yeshua, Jesus, the Passover Lamb, an ultimate sacrifice for our sins. This is the Jewish Voice seven-day Passover cruise on the turquoise waters of the Eastern Caribbean and the enchanting white sand islands of St. Martin, St. Thomas, and Nassau, Bahamas. You don't want to miss the beauty, worship, and celebration as we share the mystery and the miracle of the Passover on the seas. Join Jonathan Burnus and Jewish Voice April 16th through 23rd, 2016. Cabin Space is limited. Book now for the best rooms and rates. Call or click today. Well, as I leave you today, I want to remind you, and I do this on every program, to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Israel needs our prayers now more than ever. And, you know, attached to that is a promise of prosperity. It says, they shall prosper that love thee. Until next time, this is Jonathan Bernis saying shalom and God bless you. Jewish Voice is made possible by the support of friends and partners like you.